Hey, Gateway Women. Thank you so much for joining us for the Gateway Women podcast. I'm your host, Bridget Morris, and I have an awesome special guest with you. She's actually a very, (laughs) yeah, such an awesome friend. Um, She is. She's one of my close friends. We have known each other for many, many years. We were just joking about how we met when we were children. Um, We weren't really children, but looking back. College. I mean, we basically we were. Um, This is my beautiful friend, Mallory Shows. She owns a business. It's an organizing business. It's like a cleaning out your junk type of business. It's get your life in order type of business. Mm -hmm. So with us going back to school, I thought, what better person to have on the podcast (laughs) than Mallory? So she can Mm -hmm. come and share some wisdom with us so that we can help our lives Mm -hmm. be a little more organized. Yep. We got a lot of kind of transition chaos happening with school. (laughs) So like, what can we do in our homes to help Mm -hmm. us help us set ourselves up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, also, she's a gateway woman. She's been, yep. she was actually on staff. Six and a half years. Six and a half years yeah. in gateway women. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Right over there. Right, <laughs> right around the corner. Uh-huh, <laughs> right around there. the corner from where we're recording this. Yeah. Um, and so I want to hear a little bit about how you got started. I mean, I kind of know, but I want the listeners the to people. know. How, how, how did you even get started in this? What did the Lord do in your heart? You know, just some of the steps that took you there. And then we want to get into the practical of like, how can we, can we do? better set ourselves up in our homes mm-hmm. for peace instead of what could be for some people like me, chaos. Yeah, would you come to your house and do? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we should do we like, set that up. we should do an we on do location yes. in my pantry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we're setting this up. I've been to your pantry for so long. You know that. <laughs> You'd be so I disappointed it. No, with it right now. It's I so wouldn't. bad. Oh, it is. It's really it's bad. Life. It's life. So really I'm bad. also about function. So yes. it's like life happens. I want to make it beautiful, but also functional. Yes. And I have three kids and life happens and it's crazy. Um, but so how I started, my company's called Hello Happy Home. And I started literally right around the corner over there. (laughs) I worked with Pastor Debbie Mm -hmm. as her assistant for six and a half years. And I knew she was leaving before it was kind of announced that she was leaving. And I didn't want to be anyone else's assistant. I didn't want to be your assistant. Thanks a lot, Mallory. Thanks a lot. (laughs) We actually talked about this a lot. I was like, I don't think I want to bring you coffee or get your laundry. So that wouldn't be well, do well for our friendship. Um, So I started talking about what am I passionate about? I have a teaching degree and I know for sure I wasn't going to go back to teaching. So what am I passionate about? What do I want to do? And around that time, me and Brandon were selected for presbytery. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of different words were spoken over um, Pastor Preston Morrison gave me word and was mm-hmm. like, Mallory, it's time to dream. And that was before this had all started. When I list, I actually listened back to it like a month ago. And Did I was you? Like, oh my God. Like, it's kind of insane. Like one of those where you get chills and you're listening. It was like, Mallory, you've got to stop, um, you know, saying it's not for you, saying it's for everyone else. And I mean, in this job, I was behind the scenes for everything. Like mm-hmm. I did all the back end work of Pink Impact and I did back end stuff for Debbie and he was like, it's time to get from behind the curtain and like step out. I and, remember and that. I know. And everyone was like, oh, you're going to be a speaker. I was like, I'm not a speaker. <laughs> this is not your church world. I don't know what this means, but it's not here. Um, so I just kind of decided like, what am I passionate about? What do I like doing? And in researching it, there was not the home edit show and all of that yet, but it was kind of becoming more mm-hmm, of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I knew I could do that. Like I naturally am an inclined orderly, neat person. Yes. But when I told Brandon, I was like, this is a thing. Like, this is a business. And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, now he will be like, he has to eat his words because 
he works for me now. That's awesome. <laughs> he is one of my employees. Um, and so he was like, sure, go do that. You know, he worked here. He had a good stable job. So it was just extra. And I yeah. was still working here. And within half a year, it became so busy that I had to tell Debbie before she even left. I was like, I can't do both anymore. Like, I have to choose. And it was a huge leap of faith. I did not know that it was going to be something that could sustain my family. But yeah. it has. And Brandon came on last November. And it's tripled what we did last year. Oh, my goodness. This year, it's really I did crazy. not know that. That's yeah. so incredible. It's crazy. That is so awesome. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell me. Like, how did you, how did you even get started? Because I think there are some women who feel this like pull from the Lord. They have a passion for something. They yeah. have recognized these are the things that I'm really good at. This is mm -hmm. what I'm passionate about. So like, what was your next step? You just started doing that and then started promoting yourself. What on yeah. Instagram or like, what were the, some of the, the technical things you did? Yep. Social media. So I did my, I mean, my house is already organized, but I like try to go the extra mile of like, okay, I'm going to do the playroom as if I was actually organizing it. And then mm -hmm. I did my sister-in-law's closet and my parents' playroom for my kids. Those are my three that I remember like saying, okay, I did those spaces. Now I have the pictures to post it. So it's almost like you've got to show people like I legitimately can do this. So let me mm -hmm. show you like the actual work I've done. And then I just put it out there. I remember I had the logo and I had the pictures for like a month and a half. And I just like kept being like, are people going to think I'm crazy? Are people going to think this is silly? <laughs> so I just didn't post it. And I did on my um, second daughter's birthday. I remember I posted it. And I was like, well, there we go. And I had like 100 followers within like a day. And I mean, back then, Instagram was still not even what it is today. So it was like, 100 people want to watch me do this? Like, okay. That's amazing. 100 people. And so I did like this giveaway. And I just... I don't know. I just kind of kept going. And yeah. at the time I was really doing the social media part for me. Cause it kind of just gave me that encouragement of like, wow, I'm really doing something like that looked bad. And now this looks good. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. So yeah. I think I would encourage anyone of like, if it feels right and you're happy doing it. Cause that, again, that wasn't like a goal of like, this is going to be my full-time job forever and support my family. Right. I loved it. Yeah. Like, I remember when I left my first client, it was life giving. She, yes. She gave me money to do something not very much when I think back on it. I cannot believe <laughs> from what I'm getting paid now. It's pretty insane. But I thank her all the time for trusting me and thinking like, mm. yes, I want you to do that. When I left her house and she had paid me to do something that, first of all, was so easy for me, mm. but so life-giving and I loved it. I couldn't believe it. And now I get to do that every single day. And we're changing people's literal changing yes, their lives. Absolutely. We, their home. we travel, we go out of state and... I'm helping support other, my employees, like one of my employees, she pays for four of her kids to go to private school working with me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm changing so many people's lives, but yes. I, I love what I do. So it's a blessing. That is so cool. Um, yeah. So like she said, she goes in and she helps bring kind of a stability to yeah. home. She, mm -hmm. you, you create a space that is, um, you know, more, more, I was going to say safe, which I mean, you know. <laughs> with with what I have with my boys, it probably it would be more yeah, safe, sure. but like more serene. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, not only is it just the um, the cleanup portion, mm -hmm. because, you know, you can make it look yeah. clean for... You can throw things away and move for stuff a minute. all day long. But mm -hmm. yeah, the systems and the process. So I want us to get into mm -hmm. even some of that to help us. Um, what can we do to help better set up our family so that things... Because I know that when when I'm looking around and everything around me is just like a disaster, yeah. like I did this morning leaving my house. Oh Chaos. my goodness. It <laughs> so was I'm coming up this afternoon. <laughs> it was like a bomb went off. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Lord, I have to go to work. So I can't deal with this. But when I get home, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to we're gonna do some we gotta yeah, do some work. Gotta do something. Mm -hmm. Um what's great is we actually organized our barn. 
So like the oh. barn looks great. <laughs> I was like, we don't live in the barn. I we live that. in our living yeah, room. Right. <laughs> um, but so, so what are some things that we can practically do to help our family run a little smoother? Yeah. So the reason I have a job and have clients is because they get to that point and they're like, I can't do it anymore. I'm willing to make the investment in someone fixing this for me because I've had it up to here. Yeah. Like that's, that's by the time someone funny. calls me, they're ready. Like yeah. it's like, I'm ready to get rid of stuff. <laughs> I'm ready to trash. I'm ready to declutter. I know I have too much. And mm. I think that's, if we're honest, everybody, like we yes. all know we have too much. If you live yeah. in America, you probably have too much. And so just kind of reevaluating what do we need? Mm. I mean, I took five bags of Goodwill from my own house last week because it's just, it constantly yeah. has to happen. And I think, um, miss, information about organizing is that it's just like, well, once I pay a professional organizer, like it's one and done and now I'm organized forever. Oh it's yeah, like, no. no, it's like an ongoing process. We have a maintenance program. We're actually helping a maintenance client today and we go there twice a, or uh, quarterly. We go to her house quarterly and we're there for four hours and we're just tidying the spaces we've already done or like, um, you know, they have pet stuff, but that pet's changing the things that he's eating. And so we've got to mm. redo the systems. The problem is that most people don't take the time to do that. So you have a baby. Well, Bray, she used to have diapers and bottles yeah, and all the all things. Well, if you don't remove that system, when she starts to not need diapers and bottles and all the things, you're just shoving stuff in front of and on top of the things that were already there. Yeah. So a lot of the times we're just taking stuff out, getting rid of what you don't need, and then setting up systems that are functional for the current time. So yeah. if you were going to do this at home, the first thing that we do all the time, if you follow me on social media, every step is take everything out. And I think that's overwhelming for people. Yes. But because I'm trying to make it cleaner and then it just looks like a bigger hot mess. Yes, because you're not getting rid of all of the stuff you actually need to get rid of. Because yeah. people go like this. They're like, yeah, I see. I see on that shelf. I kind of got rid of some stuff. You can't see it all. Like we literally touched. We did a job last week in Houston and we did like 14 spaces in our house. We touched every single item from the pen to the toothbrush to the curling iron, everything in her entire house was touched by us. And we asked her about every single piece. There's nothing hidden in her house anymore. Like nothing is jammed yeah. in a corner that she doesn't know exists. It's like, I know that's there because I use it twice a year. Okay, mm -hmm. moving on. So like everything has a purpose. I mean, it's just like in life, like don't you want to, you want to have things and yes. do things that are purposeful. And so it's a time commitment. So it might be, you know, take a weekend or my kids are involved every time we declutter. It's like, go to your stuffed animals. They know how to do it. Now that's not, every kid's not gonna be able to do that. My kids are trained. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been doing Train them up in the way they yes, should go. Exactly. <laughs> so they don't have to hire me later. That's what I tell my clients all the time. But if you're, having your kids be a part of that process. I mean, our kids need to for sure be learning this process. Right. That if you get something new, my daughter got this new stuffed animal the other day. So I was like, okay, you got a new stuffed animal. Do you have any stuffed animals you can let go because now you love this one? Mm. I mean, maybe she doesn't, but I'm at least giving her verbiage to start processing that way mm -hmm. so that she doesn't grow up and be like, oh, I just have stuff, 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 stuff. And I don't know how to be like, I have too much stuff and right. I, I can let it go now. So your goal is for your children to not be hoarders. Yes. <laughs> we don't want a hoarder situation <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, that is not the lineage and the legacy no. you're wanting to leave. <laughs> not at all. Um, okay, so so you take everything out. Mm -hmm. What about some of the places that are, um, you know, I, I you mentioned, I use that twice a year. Mm -hmm. So like it has a purpose. Yeah. It's not an all the time thing. Yep. So I have it there. Mm -hmm. So you put that somewhere far oh, yeah. off. We went, we want things like in your visual that you are using daily. So even in your closet, if you have the space in your closet to where, you know, off season things can go up high or like costumes can go up high. Things you're not using a lot. Yeah. 
do that. Because if not, every single day you're thumbing past that thing you're not wearing. So yeah. it's like visual and mental clutter yeah. in your brain to have to do that every day. So just remove that and get it down to these are the shirts that I love. These are the shirts I want to wear. And you're happy going in your closet every day. I'm gonna I'm gonna go attack my closet. I just know <laughs> after this yeah. because You'll see I, it differently. Yeah. I well and I and I have I have like you're saying, I have organized yeah. my closet, but now mm-hmm. it is back to kind mm-hmm. of all over the place again. Yeah. And so going back through and really evaluating. So if you're going through and you said you talk, you, you touch everything and then mm-hmm. you ask them, do you want to keep this? So yes. like, what are, I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking what are practical questions? Like yeah, you ask mm-hmm. for if I should keep this or not, because yes. sometimes I'm like, I mean, th- I, I still wear that shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should, should I wear that? And shirt? so that's another reason why I think taking it out makes such a big difference. Even for me, like if I was going to do my own closet, I'd have to take it all out because you see things the same way over and over and over again. So if I'm like, these are all my long sleeve shirts. Okay. Those are my long sleeve shirts. And then I move on because I'm, I, it's hard for me to process anything different than what I've looked at for five years in my closet. Yeah. When I take it out, my long sleeve shirts are now just shirts on a bed and I can kind of see them differently. Like, Mm. oh, that's a blue long sleeve shirt. I actually don't even like that long sleeve shirt. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of that one. It's not, it doesn't just look like it's in the same place right, in right, your right, closet. Right. You see it differently. And also having a second opinion, I think having us there helps people so much. It's not your husband telling you to get rid of stuff. Yeah. It's not your kids. It's not your mom. It doesn't feel as personal. Yes. No, for sure. I have all the time husbands or, or wives, vice versa, both saying like, how did you get rid of that? How did you tell her to get rid of that? I'm like, it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not telling her to get rid of it. So it's like, I'm coming yeah, yeah. from a neutral perspective. Yes. I don't love you your play stuff. Switzerland in this story. Yes, I don't love your stuff like you do. Yeah. So I'm able to be like, okay, like uh, I tell this joke all the time. I'm uh, placing it so funny, but all the time people have so many oven mitts. It's literally insane. The amount oven of mitts. oven mitts in people's homes. <laughs> and so I'll just open the drawer, you know, shove with the oven mitts. You can't open the drawer. We take it out and I'm like, okay, how many hands do you have? And I've got like five or six oven mitts on my hands. And they're like, they laugh and it's yeah, kind of like yeah. funny, but it's also like, you have six oven mitts. Yeah. There's, do you need you that, don't many? Need that many? Yeah. So just you're kind of asking in a way to make them rethink what the stuff. Like, yes. okay, you have three crock pots. Why do you have three crock pots? Yeah. Is one for holiday only and then you use the other two? Or is that one broken and you just never gotten rid of it? Mm. So it's like being able to like categorize things. So when you take it all out, then you're gonna categorize it. So it's like if you took your whole closet out, then you're gonna put all your long sleeve shirts together, your sweatshirts together, your mm. hats together, mm. so that you can see the piles. Cause when you get all your hats together, maybe you have four white hats and you're like, I didn't even know I had four white hats. Yes. <laughs> I only need one white hat. Yeah, you're now gone. Like you're just creating space everywhere. So, okay. So a hot spot for me is my um I don't know, like my junk area in my kitchen where just like every, well, it's like a junk drawer, but it's on my, it's (laughs) It's on my counter on my (laughs) counter. It is. It for real is. It's like Mm -hmm. a a compilation of just junk. This is where it lands. It's a drop zone. We call it a drop zone. Okay. Mm -hmm. I call it the junk zone. So (laughs) drop zone Uh sounds nicer. Yep. Uh, So I think every kitchen should have a junk drawer. You can call it a drop drawer or whatever. Junk drawer is functional. You need to get a pen when you need it. A lot of kitchens have a drop zone and I don't think it's bad, but I think it needs to be purposeful. So it's like re like a kind of looking at it now when you go home today, what is landing here? Like, what is this stuff? Is it lunch boxes? Many (laughs) things. Lunch boxes. Is it paperwork? Is this where the bills drop? Do we Mm -hmm. need a file box right here that says bills? Like you're, you need to set up the systems that work for you. Not just a box that says things can drop in here. Mm. Kids things. If kids things always land there, put a basket, kids things. 
And then once a week on Friday or when that bin is overflowing, it's like, okay, kids, you need to go put this stuff away. Because mm. most of the stuff that's in that drop zone probably doesn't live there. It no. shouldn't live there. No, it should not live but there. But it probably has a home somewhere else. Yeah. So you've got to make a time. It's also, it's setting up a system, but it's also, you've got to stick with the system. Yeah. So I can set up systems all day long in my client's home. I'm not responsible for keeping the system. <laughs> yeah. So like I can make a drop zone for you and a bucket that says, you know, kids bin. Now you've got to teach your kids how to put that bin away. Yeah. So you really, you have to keep up with it, not just make it look It's pretty. the consistency yes, piece too. For sure. Yep. Because like you're saying, you can one time overhaul, yep. but then what do you do? Yeah. And that's, I mean, you could put that into a spiritual sense. You know, you can't do a one time overhaul no. on your marriage and think everything's going to be just hunky dory after that. It's yeah. a consistent next week, something else loving each other through mm-hmm. whatever it is. We're, we're all being made more like Christ. We're all being, well, hopefully we're being formed to be more <laughs> like Christ. So, uh, and that's a think continuous. That he was probably an organized person. Don't you think Jesus was organized? Probably. <laughs> he had all of his decks in a row and his house looked beautiful. <laughs> His tent was his phenomenal. Tent was. <laughs> Some hyacinth. He just baskets. didn't have as much junk as That's we right. do. He didn't. Yeah. We have too many things, yeah. um, which does cause chaos and does cause yeah. like confusion in our minds of of how to function. So, mm-hmm. so we want we want to steward what we have. Well, we are very blessed. Sometimes yeah. I'm loading my groceries into my car mm-hmm. and I get annoyed because I have so many groceries, and yeah. then I'm quickly reminded, oh, I'm so grateful yeah. that I can buy groceries for my family. I am grateful that I have these things because there's so many, there's so many women who don't have Mm -hmm. what I have. And so I'm going to be grateful for it. So that, but then I call my kids and I'm like, okay, you have to help mommy unload once we get home. Um, (laughs) So we want to steward what the Lord has given us. And we want to steward even just our mental capacity for what is available. You know, we we're pulled in a lot of directions as women. Mm -hmm. And so whatever we can do to put systems or, or, you know, organization in our homes or in our lives to help us function better and steward mm-hmm. our kids better. You know, you're not going to be as irritable. Yeah. Less I, stuff. I yeah. am less irritable when things are in their place. When yes. everything is chaotic, I am like, Oh, I get, mm-hmm. I get very overwhelmed. And so, yeah. um, Our cleaning lady came today and last night my husband said I was rage cleaning. Rage cleaning. Rage cleaning. Because that's I probably be, was. That's going to be me tonight. <laughs> that's going to be me tonight. Because I just saw the stuff. And my mind is like, I can't. He's like, just calm down. We'll get it done. I'm like, no, I can't function. Like, it's yeah. like up here in yeah. my stress level when things are everywhere. But I know they have a place to go. Yes. But as opposed to maybe other homes. And yes, I probably rage clean. I need to apologize to my children and my husband. <laughs> as opposed to other people's homes. When there's a pile, I'm like, all that has a place go put it away. So I'm, I'm yeah. making my family accountable. I'm accountable. It's like that has a spot. Where do the magnet tiles go? My kids are not going to be confused. Also, that's a huge thing for kids. Like we could go into playrooms and the parents are like, my kids just won't keep this clean. And it's just, there's no, there's no system. Yeah. So everything's shoved in a shelf, but the parents hate that it's shoved in a shelf. I'm like, okay, where would you suggest they put that dinosaur? There's no place for a dinosaur. Yeah. Like you haven't given them a place. So the fact that they're just throwing things on a shelf or just throwing things in a bin actually isn't their fault. Yeah. Which we don't want to hear, but you haven't created a place for them to be successful in. Mm. So giving them a zone where here's where the cars go. Yeah. And then I tell kids or parents every time we do a playroom, I'm like, your playroom will be a disaster in a week. It probably will because oh, your yeah. kids play. And you're, yes. they're going to dump these bins yep. out yep. and it's going to go everywhere. But when it's time to clean up. And that's on you. That's yeah. on you, parents, to say there will be a time when it's gonna we're gonna clean up. Maybe it's two days it stays messy, three days, but then you have to be like, okay, it's time to clean up now. Yeah. 
every single thing on that floor has a bin. Yeah. It, it has, has a, a place to go. go. There's not anything that they shouldn't be able to put it away. My three-year-old knows where her Polly Pockets are. <laughs> so it's like, here's the Polly Pockets. Like, she yes. can put them back. Yeah. We have to keep them accountable to that or that's not on them. It's on us. Right. Because we're the adults. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could go into some parenting. Like, yeah, we're the adults. Sure. So if we don't set them up for success, then exactly. they're just going to flounder. We can't be mad at them yeah. floundering mm-hmm. when we didn't set them up well. Yeah. Same thing around your entire house. I mean, if you don't set yourself up for success in your closet or in your pantry or in your kitchen, it's not really anyone else's fault. It's like you're just throwing stuff there because you don't, there's no other place to put it. Yeah. And I mean, there's a responsibility, like we're saying, there's a responsibility to steward what we have. And so, so many times, like you said, you took five bags to the goodwill. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have things that I probably like I could hold or I could let go. I could let go of that. My kids don't know what I brought to goodwill. (laughs) They don't know. (laughs) It went out in a black trash bag. They literally don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They have no clue. My husband the other day told them, go through your stuffed animals. Like we should probably do a purge. And I was like, I already did that. (laughs) They don't know, but let's tell them to do it again. Sure. (laughs) See what you can find. Yeah. Um, So in, in this episode, I just want to encourage you that if you have been feeling overwhelmed, if in the transition of starting back to school or starting back to whatever your transition out of summer to mm-hmm. the fall is, because we all have different transitions in our lives, or you know, it could be a new job or, mm-hmm. or your husband has a new job or whatever's going on in your world, transition brings an element that could be chaotic. Mm-hmm. It, it can. Now, it doesn't have to be. And so that's something that was on our hearts is, is helping in whatever way we can encourage you to set things up in a way that would help you succeed, help your family succeed, help mm-hmm. you have the mental space so that you're not stressed, so you're not rage monstering. Mm-hmm. Rage That's cleaning. what I call it, <laughs> rage monstering. Um, rage cleaning or, mm-hmm. or rage whatever you're doing mm-hmm. uh, so that you can be have space and, and the capability to be more loving, honestly. Like, like I'm going to be less stressed. I'm going to be more loving. I'm going to be less stressed. I'm going to be more, more patient. I'm going to be yeah. less stressed. I'm going to be more, you know, whatever it is that I, funny. You know, yeah. I'm going to be having yeah. a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm more not joy. stressed. Yeah. So, so creating some, some things in your life and preparing a place, which does take time, mm-hmm. like anything, it's not overnight, like anything, it's going to take some time and it's going to take some effort. Mm-hmm. It's going to take it getting a little messy before it gets cleaned mm-hmm. up, which is a spiritual thing too. Like, you know worse, how it is better. Mm-hmm. when you have to heal from something, you got to dig it all up mm-hmm. and then you got to deal with it and then yeah. you sort things out. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got, there's some spiritual things you could <laughs> apply to this as well. So, so evaluate for yourself. Like, are there things in my home that I need to do? Are there things in my car that I need to do? Are there things in my spiritual walk that I need to do? Maybe there are some things, some systems that you need to put in place. Maybe you lost track of, you know, your your time with the Lord and how you do that, what, what your expression of meeting with God looks like. Because summer can get a little crazy. For me, it's almost easier for me in summer to have more time with the Lord. And then I get into the groove and I'm like, oh, geez, I, I have a transitional <laughs> period where then I have to really be more intentional with my time. And mm-hmm. so because we are on a schedule, because that's what it brings for my life in the fall, mm-hmm. I am looking for some things in my own home and in my own life of how to simplify and bring peace because there's so much chaos in the world as it is. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are that I don't have control over. And mm-hmm. so what I do have control over I would like to do in a in a in a peaceful stewarding way, yeah. and it's going to look different for everybody. So yes. I also want to encourage you. It's like if you follow the home edit or you follow us on Instagram, a lot of the homes we do like 
when I'm leaving them, I'm leaving them perfect. It's hard for me sometimes to go back to my own house because I'm like, that pantry was huge and amazing. And I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> my house is built in the 70s. So, and I love my house, but it's not the same. But I put in systems in my home that work for my family. Yeah. And it's not going to look like what you put in your home and your family. And you don't have to spend $1,000 on product to make it functional. Yes. You can use what you have. You could maybe spend a little bit of money, but it doesn't have to be the same as your neighbors. Yes. It just has to work for you and your, your family. Yeah, that's so good. So they can follow you at Hello Happy Home, mm-hmm. which is such a cute name, by Hello the way. Hello Happy Home on that. Instagram. We have a YouTube now. We oh, just started doing YouTube videos. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is that? Um, it's um, Hello Happy Home on okay, YouTube. Okay. Yep. Our website's hellohappyhome.co.co. And there you can find out our rates or if you want us to come fix your life for you, if you're up to here with all the stuff, like yes. Bridget will be calling me soon. I know. <laughs> Dying to your pants. This was the Lord that we're meeting today. <laughs> when we moved into your house, I remember me moving in and I was like, I want to fix this. I know. I know. Because <laughs> it could be so And beautiful. I've been there for how many years now? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. <laughs> okay, girls. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I have a couple of updates. We have our women's event at every one of our campuses. That is coming up in October. So October 6th, Justin will be having our women's event. It's called Be Loved. Um, and then October 13th is all of our other DFW locations. So all other DFW locations besides Justin will be October 13th. So get online. You can register for that or... Uh, get in more information about it. Um, and then we also have something that's really cool this year that I, I want you to hear. We are having a marriage conference. And I am so pumped about it because we had our men's ministry and our women's ministry partner together to have this marriage conference. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a powerful time. I am so excited about the ministry that's going to happen at the Such conference. Event or such a cool concept of bringing the yes. men's and women's department of a big church together to like do something together. Yes, and like so that. so yeah, exactly. The same guys that go to men's mm-hmm. summit and the same women that come to Pink Impact and mm-hmm. then all their friends like that's who's going to be there. And it's just going to be a powerful time of ministry. But also like we want it to feel like a date night. Like we want it to be fun. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, marriage should be fun. We want marriages to be fun. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have fun. So it's going to be it's going to be really good. So get on uh, Gateway marriageconference.com. I wanted to make sure I said that right. Gatewaymarriageconference.com and register for that because uh, tickets are going because it is October 27th and 28th. So join us then. So we've got a lot happening in October, um, but you can go to the website gatewaypeople.com to get all the information. Okay, girls, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mallory, for for coming on. And we love you and we will see you in the next episode. Bye.